the Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them. Welcome to the Instructor Podcast. As always, I am your splendid host, Terry Cook, and I'm delighted to be here and even more delighted that you have chosen to listen. This is a show where I speak to experts, leaders, innovators, and indeed game changers to look at ways that we can help you become an even more awesome driving instructor. And today is no different. Well, maybe a little bit different. Uh, Today, we are taking a look at the big learner relay. We've got two amazing guests. We're going to kick off with Lou Walsh, who you know, the legend that created the big learner relay, but we've also got a little special bonus guest appearance by Amy Cullen. Amy Cullen is one of the behind the scenes amazing people at the BLR and uh, she joins us to make a very rare appearance and it's a, a cracking little interview with her as well. So two brilliant interviews coming up and if you don't know what the Big Learner Relay is, that's essentially where a huge amount of driving instructors convoy together to do a 3,000 mile trip around the country to raise money for children in need. But we'll get into that more on the show because just before we dive in, I just want to mention that Anyone that signs up to the Instructor Podcast Premium during November will have their sign-up fee donated to the Big Learner Relay Children in Need. So if you sign up in November, whether that's to the £2 tier or the £10 tier, or even if you sign up to like an annual subscription, you will get the November portion assigned and donated to the Big Learner Relay. And you'll get all the access to the premium stuff for a month. And if you want to stay, you can do. If you don't, you can leave. It will still be donated for all new signups. And the other fun thing we've got for you this week is that at the end of the episode, I have tagged in the song, the BLR song by Chris Spencer. So if you listen all the way to the end, you will hear the new song for the 2020 Big Learner Relay. So I'm going to leave it from there for now. If you're taking part in the relay, I hope you have an awesome time. If you're not taking part, please consider donating. Please consider signing up to instruct the podcast to donate. Please consider sharing some of the big learner relay stuff on your social media. But whatever you're doing, have an awesome week. And now on the Instructor Podcast, I am joined by the ever-delightful Lou Walsh. How are we doing, Lou? I'm all right, thank you. Now, normally when people come on, I ask them to tell us a little bit about themselves, but I think if anyone wants to find out more about you, they can go back and check out your previous episode way back in Season 3. But I am going to ask you a question that I've started asking everyone since you last come on, because the tagline for this show is that I speak to leaders, experts, innovators, and game changers. So I'm going to ask you, which one or ones of those do you consider yourself to be? Oh, my gosh. I'm not very good at these kind of questions, <laughs> Terry. Um, do I, well, I don't know. Maybe in the context of the podcast that we are recording this evening, I guess one could say that I'm um, a leader because quite a lot of people are following me. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> Literally in that sense of the word. So um, I'm at the, the, the front of the queue. So, yeah, I'll call myself a leader. <laughs> There you go. We'll go with that. It's, it always amuses me, that question, because I get uh, varied responses from people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for what it's worth, I think I'd definitely chuck out an innovator as well, even if, like you say, we're just talking about the big learner, really. Mm-hmm. You know, that came from your brain. Um, you know, we've heard the story of how you was 
watching children in need and he thought driving instructors need to do something. And, you know, if you go right back to then, did you ever kind of envisage it becoming what it has? Not at the very beginning, Terry, but I think that, you know, maybe even in the space of minutes or hours, it became obvious that it was going to be something pretty spectacular and thanks to everybody's support and enthusiasm for it. But um, certainly the, the, the first vision wasn't anything like um, what then played out in that following November. Yeah, and, and as we're recording this, we're recording this in advance, but it's going out on the day the big learner relay kicks off. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the last couple of years, it's been it's been more muted, shall we say, because of mm-hmm. the whole COVID situation. So how does it feel for you to get back to doing a, a proper relay this year? Uh, do you know the word that I'd use, Terry, is just ready. We're, we're ready for this again. It's been um, obviously that couple of years worth of break, and although people have still been fantastic at raising money over the last couple of years and we have done uh, some some great activities and uh, uh, and events have happened nothing is quite like the relay so it's great to be getting going again we feel like we're back on track it's a little bit of a um a back to basics relay in terms of you know no no uh, bells and whistles just some good old um relaying and um uh, and of course, reintroducing it, as well as regenerating that enthusiasm for people who are big learner relay fans from the last few years. So it's good to get going again. Yeah, and I suppose we should actually take a moment because there will be people listening that don't know what the big learner relay is. I mean, I didn't until probably last year, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you want to take a moment just to explain actually what the big learner relay is? This is a concept that I thought about when I was watching Children Need 10 10 years ago now, um, where I thought there are enough of us to be able to make a difference. And so I came up with the idea of relaying a top box, so like we have on the top of our cars with our L plate on it and and, uh, and the name of our driving school, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I thought we could have a Children Need top box. So this top box would have a pudsy on it, a potty, and it would have the big learner relay for children in need written on it. And this top box would then act as a bit of a baton, so like in a relay race, where the baton gets passed from one person to the next person who takes it um, basically over the finishing line. And so this um, top box goes from one driving instructor and pupil who drive it from their town to their next town, who hand it to the next driving instructor and pupil who are waiting, who hand it on to the next town and the next town. And it makes its way around the country uh, this year. This is happening over a 12-day period uh, from 8 o'clock in the morning till 8 o'clock at night. Um, We've worked it out to be about 3,000 miles this year. It will uh, go across um, England and Scotland and Wales. Um, and um, and for all the craziness, I sit in the back of every single one of those 12 days. I will also be relayed around the country uh, with my main role of galvanise the enthusiasm and take photographs and talk to the media and um, generally thank those people who have been involved and uh, keep the relay going, you know, in, in terms of its um, its uh, presence within the industry and on social media um and uh, and all of that jazz really and i mean obviously it highs for children in need mm-hmm. so what's sort of the biggest way that you actually raise money from it is it from the spots is it from general donations or um so many different ways but predominantly it's from our spots so although we might have um 170 ish driving instructors who are leading the convoy so they are the ones that are going to take the top box 
on top of their cars from one instructor to the other. Any driving instructor can get involved. Um, and that means that you can convoy behind the lead car. So we can have anywhere between just uh, two or three driving instructors with their pupils convoying. I think the most we had was 160 something convoying in a, uh, a 10 mile queue or something uh, unbelievable on our last leg um, a few years ago. Um, so any driving instructor can get involved. Although you don't have to be spotty to convoy, I also know that there's some driving instructors who, for whatever reason, can't convoy because either we're not near them this year or they unfortunately have other commitments and therefore can't convoy, but have chosen to go spotty. And so the idea is that you can then sponsor a spot. So you can ask your pupils, your family, your friends, various businesses um, to sponsor a spot. They can donate uh, that um, via our text to donate number um, or a just giving page um, and uh, and write on a spot on the car so that is absolutely probably the the biggest way that we are raising money yeah I mean, i'll also take this opportunity to say anyone listen to this podcast um go check out the show notes there'll be a link in there so you can just click on that link and it'll take you straight through to the donation page um so nice easy ways to donate there and i mean just sort of speaking of donation and and, and raising funds You've obviously been doing this for, for quite a while now, but does it ever still kind of sort of surprise you almost, the the generosity of driving instructors, not just in terms of financially what they give, but in, in the times, or or you just come almost to, I mean, not expect, but anticipate that? No, I am continuously in awe of people who are prepared to um, make this vision happen, Terry. It's, you know, just... Um, so even though we are 10 years, uh, sorry, this is our ninth year of reeling, obviously the seventh year of reeling because of um, the, the the COVID issues, but our ninth year of the, the big learner reeling. And um, it never fails to amaze me. Um, and and still, I guess, surprise me to a certain extent when I um, see how many people are just prepared to go along with this and and support it and have a genuine love for it as well and 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 I guess take some ownership for it so it might be just little old me who came up with the idea but there are some massively passionate big learner relay um, fans out there who who really do keep this going and not just metaphorically you know just absolutely um, support it to the point where it couldn't happen without these uh, people who are out there doing it and and when I'm relaying, so obviously this is going to go out on the Sunday, I will have started the relay. I I still have those moments where I just am caught, you know, every probably two or three times a day, it just hits me again, where quite often it's it's provoked by somebody else saying, Wow, this is awesome, isn't it? And I just stick back and I have to think, Do you know, it is. It really is. The the, the whole thing is awesome, it's an awesome concept. Um, and it's a, an awesome uh, feat of logistical um, uh, chaos <laughs> um, that, that becomes organised and, uh, and and then obviously uh, pans out um, and just uh, incredible generosity from people, as you say, not just for their money, but for their time and their enthusiasm. I think it's... I find it fascinating. Um, Chris Benson is um, sort of a, almost a regular on the show, and, and he always talks about how people coming into the industry, and, and me included, um, sort of just see this as the done thing. You know, we assume that the relay has always been there, mm-hmm. um, and I, I find that 
fascinating that you know there was a time that it wasn't um, <laughs> and that people just it's it's the norm people expect mm-hmm. driving instructors to do this but you mentioned um time there and the time it consumes how much of your time does it take up and and i suppose not just on the day because obviously your your days during the relay must be mental but even before that can you imagine it takes up so much of your time uh do you know i don't very often talk about this kind of aspect of it terry really because you know it's a choice and i'm very privileged to be able to do it and yes it does take some time and of course it that's that comes out of obviously my personal time, my working time, um, and and my family time. But it is a choice, um, and I guess I just want people to, when they see it. So particularly for the twelve days that's running this year, I just want them to see it on that that surface for what it is. Um, but between you and me, it is a full time <laughs> job from about February. Absolutely, it is. But that's that isn't really the point and and as i said that's a a choice and a privilege no it 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 just intrigues me because i'm not meaning to compare the two but even with this podcast um what people see is they see an hour to two hours a week they don't see the stuff that that goes on behind it and i don't view that as a chore i I love doing it Um, and I, I get the same feeling from you that, like you said, there's, it goes on, it goes on from February or kicks off at February, mm-hmm. and it's like there must be that much stuff that goes on behind it. But you can just see that you're just that passionate about it. I, I, that side of it fascinates me. But um, we'll, we'll leave is, that. Yeah, it, it is. This is a massive, massive job. But I'm also very, very lucky to have a support network around me that uh, uh, that take on various roles and. Um, uh, logistical organizations as well as just having um sounding blocks and people who are there to um kind of i don't know kind of um pick pick me up if i'm having a day where i might be finding something a bit challenging so um you know like all good things they there is a a committee and a team um, that make it happen as well i mean I am slightly curious on that, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want. But I am slightly curious: is you know, is there any negatives to to doing this? Because I, I do want to ask you about some of your, maybe even some of your favourite memories in a minute. But I'm just: is there anything that you do find particularly challenging, or that that gets you down a little bit? Um, no, there are things that I find challenging that I need to learn how to control. So, of course, this takes time out of my my life and my family so I need to um, juggle those balls and um, I possibly in previous years haven't always necessarily got that right but now my family are a little bit older so that's not so much of a challenge. A personal challenge for me is I do um, I do miss Blaine <laughs> and I don't <laughs> I don't I, we were saying just before we recorded weren't we that actually the podcast is the only way of him keeping up with where I am and what I'm doing and if I'm all right because I don't even have a chance during the podcast to even speak to him um so um yeah so that's that's a personal challenge I think probably in terms of the things that I um that I find challenging when I'm actually on the relay and um sometimes may get me down is um is the cold because when I get cold um and if I get wet so if I get wet and cold I'm wet and cold for 12 hours and I am freezing cold not just a little bit cold and that's exhausting to be shivering for 12 hours that is exhausting 
Um, the other challenge, of course, is not finishing the relay uh, 10 pounds heavier than I was when I started. <laughs> um, and that's a massive challenge. And I'm determined um, to, um, to not put on loads of weight sitting in the back of a car for 12 hours a day and eating nothing but cupcakes. So <laughs> that is, uh, that's a, a little personal challenge. Well, I mean, just on that, you were sitting in the back of the car. I'm intrigued by that. What's the... I know it's... it's how can I phrase this question? Bear with me a sec. Right, okay. So whenever I see anything online and anyone like PDIs or coming in, into the industry or anything like that, your name is always mentioned. You're <laughs> held in, in sort of really high regard in this industry and not just because of the, the big learner really. So I'm curious as to what sort of reception you get when you're sat in the back of those cars. You know, do people sort of just treat it purely for what it is, the sort of the BLR, or do you get people that may be nervous because you're in the back? Do you get people asking you for feedback on what they're doing? Or? Um, I absolutely appreciate that. <laughs> there is <laughs> there is that kind of um, um, I don't know, aura that maybe goes around me and I can't, I can't get into the back of somebody's car or I can't even walk into a room, Terry, without people doing the whole, oh, Lou Walsh is here. <laughs> um, what's she going to be thinking of us and what we're saying, et cetera, et cetera. So I am, you know, I'm naive not to know that I don't um, have that kind of effect. It is not something, of course, that I intend to have. And, and um, certainly from a big learner relay point of view, I make it very, very clear that the big learner relay and my day job if you like are so totally different they are they're not there I'm not there in any way shape or form to be uh, feeding back judging um, having opinions etc etc and I guess that or certainly I will hope this is what your lead cars will say when you speak to them uh, I know you've spoken to some of them already and, and throughout the next 12 days you're going to be speaking to people but I hope that what you'll have people say is that I um Part of my role is to get into the back of the car and put everybody at ease. Um, now, that, of course, comes with the, the with my natural job anyway. When I'm sitting in the back of the car watching people, that's really important that I'm, I'm doing that. So it's something that I, I hope that I can do fairly naturally. But one of the things that I tend to do at the point where I get into the back of the car is I probably have about 10 minutes worth of admin to do before I can actually say hello properly. So I tend to say, hello, everybody, just ignore me. I'm going to be with you in a bit. You guys crack on. All right. I'm, you know, I'm just going to upload the photographs. And I'm just going to double check what the messages are. And then it's after I've done all that, that I'm then able to say, hello, how are you all? You know, and that obviously gives people that little bit of time just to settle down and, and kind of crack on. But um, the conversations that we have in the car, the, um, the things that are, that are happening in the car, of course, is not like a real lesson. Yes, there are some learners who are needing an awful lot more support than other learners might. Um, and very rarely will I sit there and absolutely shut up because it's very, very obvious that there needs to be nothing from me in the back because that's the point of the learning journey that that learner is on and they need to tune into their instructor and their instructor doesn't need to be distracted by me either. But the majority of pupils are at the stage where they can um, have conversation and um, and the instructors can have conversation. But of course, being a driving instructor myself, I I have that little natural intuition. You know, I, I don't go distracting. I don't talk when I know that there are things that need to be doing or, or being said or, or done. Um, so uh, it's not 
it's not like the BBC jumping in with a microphone. You know, it's uh, um, I'd absolutely respect what is going on as well. And, you know, honestly, there, of course, there are things that are done or said or not done or not said on a big learner relay that it's not for me to report back. So what stays, <laughs> what stays on the relay and what happens on the relay stays on the relay. So um, no point are people being judged in any way. I'm, uh, I'm just going to make a note to ask you about that when I stop recording. Um, <laughs> on the relay then, um, over the past sort of decade or so, what are some of your highlights? Is there any sort of specific memories that that stand out for you above anything else? Oh, just thousands and thousands of memories. But I guess to give you an overview of of my, my takeaway um, moments they tend to be involved around feelings if you see what i mean that that kind of um uh the, the feeling that i might be left with and i think that for me i am always um always surprised at how stereotypical our country is it's interestingly you know i can almost tell where we are just by looking out of a window in terms of what kind of trees we're passing and what the landscape looks like i mean it is so it's such a beautiful, beautiful country, and it's not until you see all of it in 15-minute um, intervals that you realise how beautiful it is. And to, to travel 3,000 miles in, in 12 days, you know, when else do we have that opportunity to see snapshots of, of our country? So I'm always um, uh, just in awe of the fact that we live in one of the most beautiful countries in the world and how diverse that is and when I mean diverse I mean the fact that I can get into a car in one place and 40 minutes later I can be getting out of a car in another place and the accent has changed so much <laughs> even in 40 minutes I have to retune into where I am you know and and how different that that can be so scenery and the people and the the culture and the views and the country have uh, are an absolute highlight but I think that in terms of the feeling that I get, it's this, um, it's what I would describe this um, as a Mexican wave of respect. That's what it is. This Mexican wave starts on day one at eight o'clock in the morning, and it is literally like a Mexican wave. And I watch the build up of the people that the relay is coming to, you know, a little bit like when you see that Mexican wave coming round to you and you know that any minute now it's going to be your turn, you're going to stand up and you're going to be part of the wave and then sit down again. And because I'm constantly on that wave, I am that wave, I see the build up happening in front of me and then I see the people who have done their wave sit down again and, and how they're doing the whole oh my gosh that was amazing what a privilege and you know all the photographs coming up and then the next people saying oh it's going to be here in three hours and and it's just it's a continuation of that and and that that lovely respect the fact that you could be one car in the middle of nowhere in the highlands of Scotland and you are not the only car you know you have you have three thousand people who are behind you literally um watching you virtually looking for the next photographs um saying well done and and cheering you on um so you're you're not on your own even if you're a, a lone instructor thinking that you don't have uh, don't have any support in your local area um you've got a, a big learner relay family behind you and uh, and again that's that's just awesome to be part of it's it's fascinating uh, when I record these episodes. I 
I try and make a mental note because I release all audio clips to go out of it, so people get a little snippet of the show beforehand. And uh, I'm like, "Yes, that's going out. That was that was beautiful." Um, but it, like something that I'd not even considered is 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 what you said about sort of traveling around the country and just just seeing that. And I've not even considered that. And it's like, yeah, that must be pretty pretty cool. I but- have I have a huge list, Terry, of places I want to go back to to visit for more than fifteen minutes. You know that that's because this is the that is one of the downsides. Is I go to the most incredible places and I think, oh, I really want to go in and have a look around. I really want to explore that castle or um, or that museum or you know that that type of thing. And I, I mean, obviously, uh, Yorkshire will be top of your list there, but um, you know, we won't ask to expand that any further. Um, back to the the sort of the the reason behind it so ultimately it is for for bbc uh children in need uh, i'm raising money for that so i suppose i'll just maybe ask you to expand on that slightly do you want to just tell people anyone listening now why they should maybe take a moment to go and click and donate or to text and donate well i think um bbc children in need is close to our hearts um from from a, a kind of a uk point of view it's obviously a a uk based charity the money goes very specifically to the people that need it in our country. And that's lovely to know that quite probably even in your local town, there are five or six charities that are benefiting from children in need. So it's a very, it's a local feel, if you like. Um, so I think that that's why it is probably so close to our, our hearts and, and uh, a charity that we all uh, feel quite fondly about. It's obviously a fairly unique charity in terms of the fact that the charity, I guess, act a little bit like a, uh, a a pot holding pot of money, a bank in its own right, where other charities can, of course, apply for grants and funds from children in need who run their own charities. And that's how it works. And that's why quite probably you have um, somebody maybe even in your uh, family or your social network who are using services that are being funded by children need you might not even know that that is happening um but there if you were to to look at the bbc children need um site and to see to click on your region you'll see just even um, recently the charities that are local to you that couldn't be functioning if it wasn't for the fact that bbc children need do their fundraising once a year and then part of the money then gets distributed to people who are um are are claiming that to carry out their services yeah and uh that exactly i think you know you don't need a bigger reason but i am going to throw another reason out there and you know 99 percent of the people listen to the instructor podcast are obviously driving instructors and this is something that's done you know by driving instructors and mm-hmm. you know what better time to support your colleagues if you like than than when they're out doing this stuff and i think you know it's one of those things where if every driving instructor contributed somehow whether it's with time or money or or even just getting down to sharing it on their driving school pages, that's, you know, that would help as well. So it's, you know, the, obviously the charity is children in need, but it's driving instructors that are doing it. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, as I've been a little bit more involved in it this year, it's just been really nice to see that, that spirit within it. And it's, uh, it's very family-like and I, I, I very much like seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else? In fact, just before I ask you that, um, just a reminder, do you want to tell people once again where they can go to donate? Just remind them. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the easiest thing to probably do is to just log on to the biglearnerrelay.co.uk. 
Um, so that's the website, biglearnerrelay.co.uk. And on every page there, you'll see a donate uh, button. That's probably the, the easiest way of, of doing that. Yeah. And I will just take this opportunity to remind everyone that if you sign up to Instructor Podcast Premium in November, your sign-up fee will go to children in need at the end of November. Um, so yeah, you don't have to stay signed up. You can sign up and then unsubscribe again. So you just put in your fee in and you get a month for that. But yes, that will go to children in need for uh, November. Um, is there anything else you would like to mention, Lou? No, just... Um... If you see us out and about, um, give us a wave. Don't don't um, sound your horn because you know that has a, a, an adverse effect on learners. So um, even if it's a friendly toot, just give us a wave and um, uh, and of course look out for us. Uh, please donate. Uh, every every bit of money is going to go to um, the children who need um, on the relay and. Um, and, and look out for, of course, next year. So if you do feel like you might have missed the boat this year, um, in um, probably end of December, January time, we put out requests to uh, see where the um, enthusiasm is around the country with a view to then being able to um, plan a relay that comes to where people would like us to come to. Um, and we would very, very much like people to, to be involved. Cool. Uh, all right. So the last question I ask everyone, and I know you was looking forward to this one. Um, I would like your ultimate driving song. If you were doing that 3,000 mile trip by yourself in the car, what would be your ultimate driving song? Oh, do you know, I'm I'm probably going to be a little bit different to everyone else. You might have these head banging, rocking kind <laughs> of stuff, but um, I'm, I quite enjoy a little bit of emotion. So if I'm going to have um, a few silent tears or get you know quite sentimental that's when I might put on um, a weepy song and um, uh, and uh, and rock out a bit of that so this is an interesting one so this is um, Electric Dreams um, I can't think who sings it I haven't got that written down I've, I've, I've forgotten um, but Electric Dreams um, and um, it's a little bit of an emotional one for me as well as being a bit a bit rocky and I love it so I would have Electric Dreams on do you know what? I, I don't think anyone has said a song so far that I haven't liked. So that's another excellent choice. <laughs> and uh, you can find, find that on the Instructor Spotify playlist as well. But but thank you for joining us today, Lou. Uh, it, it's been awesome. And I hope that anyone listens to this on the Sunday that sees you out and about. We'll give you a friendly wave and over the next few weeks. Um, yeah, so thank you for joining us today. It's been awesome. Thank you for having us. And now, as a special bonus for you lovely listeners of the Instructor Podcast, we've got a very special guest who very, very rarely makes any public appearances, and that is the, the ever-wonderful Emma, Emma, Amy Cullen. How are we doing, Amy? I'm not bad, thank you, Terry. How are you? Uh, I am uh, all the better again for seeing your smiley face. Uh, and and just a quick word for anyone listening: we've actually just finished recording for the the Big Learner Relay podcast. And anyone listening to this show, go and find the show notes. You can find a link for it in the show notes. You can go and download it and start listening to that now. And click subscribe, share it, all that kind of stuff. But we just recorded for that, and we decided there was a bit more that we wanted to talk about, so we're putting it onto the end of uh, on the Instructor Podcast. So. The initial thing I wanted to ask you, because you're obviously heavily involved with the Big Learner Relay, is I'd just love to get your thoughts on it over the last few years. So any memories that stand out, any any particular impressions or maybe even some struggles you've had over the years? Um, that's a good question. 
I think when I look back at the last, what are we, nine years now, how BLR has developed really quite organically uh, from being, you know, Louise's initial idea 10 years ago to what we have now, which is, you know, the use of the Pudsey logo on the spots. We've got some great merchandise. We have a grand finale. Uh, we have a party in the evening. We've got our own web shop um, and this fantastic website that has just been recently done by Sean Harrington Lunt. So thank you very much, Sean. You worked really hard for us. And I can look back at the the challenges over the years. I mean, we've been we were able to do Carfest a couple of years running where we ran under 17 driving lessons, which again was part of um, our fundraising efforts for BBC Children in Need. We've had instructors that have been invited to big festivals to go and bucket shake for children in need. And the, the BBC have come to us in the, at those times and said, do you have any BLR supporters that you'd like to send to this amazing event <laughs> you know, to, to bucket shake for us? So there's been some quite incredible opportunities that have developed through the Big Learner Relay for other people. But it's not been without its challenges. Uh, I think that the very first year of doing Carfest, the challenges there were um, sorting out the under-17s uh, insurance was a huge challenge because the first year of Carfest, the driving instructors all used their own cars. And I spent months talking to insurance companies and we then had situations where some people were insured from age 10, some insured from 12, some insured from 15, some had height restrictions. So it was about matching up the pupils with the instructor on the day, which was chaos. Um, after that, the following year, we had the cars uh, lent to us by Arnold Clark. So we were just able to get a blanket insurance um, that was supported by Waveney. Uh, and at a brilliant, brilliant cost. Um, and then people asking for risk assessments and method statements. Oh, I had no idea <laughs> what a method statement was. And so there was that challenge. But with regards to the actual relay, I think um, my favourite problem-solving moment has to be Scotland a few years ago, I can't remember what year it was, but I was joined in a messenger chat group with the Scottish driving instructors who basically said, we've got a problem. The road is closed from A to B. This road is closed. They are resurfacing and the diversion is at least three hours and there is no other option. Oh, lordy, lordy. And so... I think the relay might have already started, actually, and Louise was kind of en route. But I can't remember. So with their help, these instructors' help, I managed to track down the company doing these roadworks, this resurfacing, and persuaded them <laughs> to open the roads between 6 and 7 p.m. for our convoy to go through. And they agreed. They said that um, they would not be responsible for any damaged cars and everybody had to drive you know, 20 miles an hour. 
um, and absolutely no photos because this gentleman would lose his job if anyone got to about it. <laughs> so I happily reported this back to the group, and uh, and that was that was just quite an amazing achievement. And after that, people were saying, "Oh, we're going to go." we're going to go right down to Buckingham Palace and he's going to get the road closed. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, that's a bit unrealistic. But it, it was, a that was probably one of my best students. And whenever I have a job interview or anything and they say, tell us a time when you've had difficulty, you know, working something out or problem solving and how you've got over that. And that's my story that I go to. This is, you know, a quite a proud moment in my BLR career, I suppose. I um I do have some uh, some traffic police that listen to this show, and they're now going to be getting in touch to ask you to go and help them with the just stop oil protesters. <laughs> in the roads. Um, so yeah, um, many skills, many skills. Um, going back to the the BLR itself, then obviously the, the big thing behind it is to raise money for children in need. So do you want to just? take a second to you know maybe tell people where they can donate i mean i'll just mention here that there will be a link in the show notes so if anyone wants to go there they can click donate but do you want to take a second to tell people where they can donate and perhaps even why they should donate so if you go on to the biglearnerrelay.co.uk website we have a donate tab at the top of the page and if you scroll down there you can see that you can donate online um or you can do donate by texting and you can text pass and the amount you want to donate so let's say it's 10 pounds you would text pass p-a-s-s one zero two seven zero zero eight five so that's how you can text there's also on our website the terms and conditions um there if you wanted to have a look at it i think that why should you donate i think everybody's got something that's quite close to their hearts maybe a charity or a scenario or a situation and having spent a bit of time talking with the BBC going to meetings with them and actually looking at what children in need do there are so many fantastic organizations that wouldn't be running today if it wasn't for children in need um, that do a variety of things for the young people of our country um i know that the cost of living and let's not talk about that it's way too depressing <laughs> um and throughout covid charities as a whole really really suffered and i think that they continue to do so so i think that the smallest amount just contact a driving instructor in your area we have a list if you go onto the website again and under the route tab you can scroll down um beyond the map and you'll see the spreadsheet and that tells you exactly where we're going. That's the leaving time that you'll see on the spreadsheet. So you need to be there 20 minutes earlier. There's the details of the lead car name, their school name, their phone numbers, their email addresses. Just ring them up and say, look, I'm going to text a pound in. Could you stick my name on one of your spots? Um, because the spots are our biggest fundraiser. And everybody puts in such a huge effort to make the relay work. And you know we have to remember that the whole point of the relay is to fundraise having fun is kind of almost secondary yeah i i would second that and and i think also obviously it's primarily instructors that listen to this podcast it's it's done by instructors you know this the big learner relay is by instructors it's a, a great opportunity to get behind and support 
our industry raising money for a really worthwhile cause. So yeah, excellent shout one. I just want to take a second as well to speak about the the podcast or the podcast, we should say, the Big Learner Realer podcast. You were kind enough to ask me to get involved and and uh, do some of the stuff around that. So do you want to take a moment to give that a little plug to anyone listening now and maybe even tell people you know what they can expect on that? Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I love the podcast. Um, always have. I usually download the night befores and listen to it whilst I'm walking the dog. And it it actually can become quite addictive. Um, in the past, it's been the lovely Chris Benstead um, who has hosted the podcast and uh, phoned Louise up in the dead of night when she's finally finished relaying um, and heard about her day. And I, don't, I can't speak for why other people listen to it, but one of the reasons why I listen to it and my parents listen to it is obviously Louise is my sister and it's nice to hear at the end of the day that she's alive and she's warm and she's been well-fed and looked after. But I also listen to it because I wonder if there's going to be like a little something in there that might give me an indication that a location has worked really well or worse, you know, it's just failed completely. <laughs> And I do like some of the uh, stories that come out about the locations that they've been to and what's been amazing. And But it, I do find the, the podcast quite addictive. Um, I love to hear what's going on. I love to hear about the instructors that have been involved and the pupils. Louise makes special mention of the pupils and their efforts. Um, and very occasionally she has the privilege of meeting people who have been directly impacted by the efforts of children in need in their lives, which is also emotional and lovely. Um, and I'm sort of, I'm really excited for this year's podcast. So thank you, Terry. It's been a couple of years without one. And um, I love that this has kind of been handed over to you <laughs> by Chris so expertly. Um, and I love that already you've kicked it off with a few sort of bonusy type episodes with um the previous songs because we we have had a BLR choir that again Chris has developed over the years and and those songs being up there you know when we changed our website was slightly worried we might lose those songs forever and they're just absolute classics beautifully orchestrated by Chris and the BLR choir and I love that they're now forever embedded in Spotify and Apple podcasts <laughs> thanks to you so uh yeah do go and check out the podcast already the BLR podcast podcast already and and have a listen to those songs yeah there's some bangers there I very much I think editing those songs with Chris's little intro is possibly my best uh the most enjoyable edit I've ever done it was so much fun <laughs> they do make uh, you smile don't they those songs yes uh I'm a, I'm a particular fan of the 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 reach although I did quite like Chris's solo I forget what it was now but I did quite like yeah. his solo uh, yeah. surprised me with that one either way um we were kind of speaking beforehand and you happened to mention that you were in a band so I'm slightly apprehensive of asking you this question because uh, I ask everyone that comes on the show now to tell me their ultimate driving song. So um, what is your ultimate driving song? Um, that is a really difficult one. I like many, many genres of music. I play in a Northern Soul band. My partner plays in a ska band. So I'm at quite a lot of ska gigs wearing my DMs <laughs> and not quite gone to the shaved head look yet, though. Um <laughs> But uh, I think just really more about the, it would have to be two, I'm afraid, Terry. I couldn't just pick the one. 
songs that make me feel really happy and you know just everything's <laughs> great uh would be Aretha Franklin think that's got to be in there and um uh oh what a night by uh clock I think that is also just a brilliant tune and they just they just make me feel happy so if that came on the radio as I was driving somewhere I'd be a happy person well I wouldn't normally allow people to have two, but seeing as it took a lot of convincing to get you to record anyway, <laughs> I will allow you to have uh, have the two. Uh, but no, uh, a big thank you um, for joining me on today's episode. And uh, and, and yeah, I really hope that the, uh, the the Big Learner Relay goes brilliantly. I think it's all set to, without a doubt. I think the enthusiasm and excitement that has been building since uh august end of august when the instructors were allowed to announce their involvement as lead cars and then aside looking at the spotty car group on facebook which is another fantastic group for um just everybody and anybody that likes anything to do with blr and the excitement on there and seeing the spots and the spotty passes it's just it's such an awesome thing that lou has created uh, and just a reminder to everyone listening, you can find links for everything we've mentioned today in the show notes and on my website, theinstructorpodcast.com. You can also find it on the, the biglearnerrelay.co.uk. That's right. Yep. And uh, just a quick reminder as well, that if you are listening, uh, throughout November, if you sign up to the Instructor Podcast Premium, or anyone that signs up for November, that fee will go to the Big Learner Relay at the end of November. Just a reminder for anyone there. But just a big thank you for joining us today, Amy. It's been a pleasure. Terry, thank you very much for your time. It's been really enjoyable being on your podcast and uh, good luck with it all. We've been following Lou since I don't know when. come to an end Driver said how will we ever learn learns up to now but I suddenly lose control instructor put on the door need to put my test is expiring learn to drive but I forget everything whoa whoa Lou and Pudsy here we go again my, my, how big is this queue? Lou and Pudsy on the road again. My, my, just how much we've missed you. Yes, we've been broken hearted. Blue since the day we parted. Where, where did we leave the highway code? Lou and Pudsy driving in a row. Left, right, I don't know which way to go. But not following Lou I can't count the red lights I've not let you drive through And when it's green Clutch comes off the floor I think you know That we're waiting way too long The drivers look so forlorn Gives that look and you can hear a horn sing then they stole and they forget everything Whoa, whoa, Lou and Pubsy 
Here we go again. My, my, how big is this queue? Lou and Pubsy on the road again. My, my, just how much we miss you. Yes, we've been broken hearted. Instructors all together Learn a relay